Live on SEN Track, this is Race Card with Gareth Hall. Text in anytime on 0499 736 736. And for all today's tips, head to the Track Hub on the SEN app. You've done it all. This is race card on this Saturday morning, the 4th of March. And what a day it promises to be, as we said from the, the top since we joined you this morning. It's a day of anticipation at Randwick, especially with the two-year-olds and a couple of the best sprinters in the land resuming this preparation. Imperit Trees, how good is she? New Zealand's best horse, they tell me. She goes around the Canterbury Stakes. And then we'll see how good Af Cabin is. And Jackano in the, the respective guineas with the, the Randwick guineas and Afcabin and Jack and O, the short prize favourite in the Australian guineas. Plus, Captain Ravishing, he's the boom horse of harness racing. He's drawn the outside gates, one of the outside gates in the Miracle Mile, and he gets his chance to just quieten a few knockers after he was defeated in a shock defeat in the Chariots of Fire a few weeks back. But that promises to be one of the great Miracle Miles. Let's welcome in the team. Thanks to Labrokes, of course, is making every race even more exciting. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Nicholas Quinn, good morning to you. Always great to see you in the studio on a Saturday morning. Good to be side by side with you, Gareth. And, you know, we might need massages after the show, just carrying the rest of the team with all the heavy lifting today. But we'll be happy to do that. And what a great day of racing, as you alluded to here at Flemington, also at Randwick, and really good racing as well at Eagle Farm as well. So hopefully we can find a few winners Ossipenko comes out, a little bit of a setback, but nothing too serious with that horse. Obviously does miss that much-anticipated rematch with Aft Cabin, but will then go to the George Ryder and then the Rose Hill Guineas. So all is not lost with that camp, but I know they were pretty bullish again today after causing the mini upset last time out, but we'll now have to just wait and see. And I think that is the negative, isn't it? When you hype these match races or potential match races through the week and one comes out, you're left feeling a little bit flat. Adam Hamilton's about to join us to talk about some of the big racing issues today or the big topics ahead of a big day of racing plus of course the miracle mile i don't think he's going to the miracle mile i think he's he's heading to a wedding another wedding unbelievable he's in his mid-50s he's got a wedding every week what's yep. doing ospapenko is a little that's devastating for um your great mate dan cobby and also the connections and chris waller because they were declaring him to win the round with guineas yeah. weren't they not sure where dan cobby is we might need a little tracking device on him he'd be somewhere across the country yeah. i saw he was in brisbane the other night from his social media work he might be back in town but it's nothing serious with ospapenko so um has an elevated temperature today so it doesn't get to race today, but we'll see the horse again in this preparation. As I said, George Ryder and then the Doncaster, I should say. So George Ryder and then Doncaster for Hosopenko. So some lofty ambitions this campaign, but I think that just reflects how highly they rate this galloper. Yeah. Well, I didn't know Dan Cobby's been on the line for 10 minutes because they told me he wasn't turning up this morning. And um, he went to Sydney to watch Hosopenko take out the Randwick Guineas and He's a scratching now, so he can wait another five minutes as the boss is on the line. Oh, oh. you can't do that yeah. to him. Welcome him into the show. <laughs> show him some love. Uh, hello, Dan. Jen, uh, <laughs> yeah, complete strip out, complete strip out. Uh, never ideal, is it? Uh, flying interstate and then the reason you fly for, uh, it doesn't eventuate. But beautiful day in Sydney, great racing, but great racing right around the country and thoroughly looking forward to the show and hopefully finding a few winners as well. So what was your setback today? Okay, I had a setback. I got here today and Jackson France, who sometimes produces yep. for you, 
was out the front and he was bringing three massive bags of McDonald's. I said, okay. do you need a hand? And he goes, oh, if you don't mind, that'd be good. You take one of these bags. So I took one of the bags. Jackson took the other two. And I said, what's going on? Is there a staff event or is there a staff party? Or why is there so much Maccas? And he goes, oh, no, this is uh, this is Hutchie's brunch. <laughs> this is what Hutchie has for brunch. I was like, oh, okay. I said, I'll come up. I'll help you. So I carried the bags up with him. I'll tell you what, it could have fed an army. Yeah. Anyway, Jackson goes, oh, it's an ad break. Go in and say day." So I walk in. G'day, Hutchie. How are you? And it's not a break. They're middle of the show. <laughs> and then... Hutchie doesn't miss a beat, and he just goes, as you could probably hear, that's Nicholas Quinn. He's been broadcasting for 21 years, and he's just gate-crashed our show. How are you, Quinny? Thank yeah. you for joining uh, us. What? And just and then just I got peppered, so I was a little bit embarrassed by yeah. that. So two things, just never walk into a broadcast studio, yeah. even if you're told they're not on air. And secondly, that Hutchie health regime needs to kick in from tomorrow. Any, any chance. Jackson's been producing me for years and he's never delivered me food really? at all. He and knows where his bread's buttered. Yes, and Adam Hamilton, you haven't taught him anything over the last 20 <laughs> years as I say good morning to you. He's becoming the serial pest of <laughs> unexpected appearances. Yeah. It was only a few weeks ago in the middle of peak hour on racing.com, <laughs> he just walked straight in front of the camera and, and stole the show from... The best in the business, Kate Watts. So, yeah. uh, seriously, he, he's the Peter Hoare of racing media. <laughs> I agree. What bathrooms, Adam, joining us from this morning? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not. I'm actually getting ready for uh, for a wedding. Can you believe it? Lucky he's a great mate of mine, Boyd Champness, because yep. I've missed one miracle mile since 1992, and that's when it was washed out last year. And I'm missing my second miracle mile since then to go to my great mate's Boyd, Boyd's wedding. So yeah. whilst I'm talking to you, I'm ironing the shirt to look a million dollars for tonight. Yeah, unbelievable. Your mate's like, Boyd, love him. But is this his second or third or? Oh, look, you may need more than one hand. <laughs> <laughs> Adam's mates have all had midlife crisis. His midlife crisis, he came up. Out a lot better because his beautiful wife, Kirby, is an absolute dead set superstar. And the red Ferrari he had there for a while. Yes. Um, let's get That's back. That's just on. mythical, but anyway. So. <laughs> I was listening yesterday morning as well, and I didn't know about that red I've Ferrari. I've got to find that photo. You had it for a week or something, Adam. Is that right? Oh, look, it was, yeah, look, I was, it was, it was like an extended test drive, if you'd call it that way. It was like dangling the bait, but I didn't take the bait. It was a beautiful experience, though. They're wonderful cars. Now, and if anyone a, wants to give me another test drive, I'm, I'm up for it. It's just amazing, though. You had it for one week, but the amount of, well, let's face it, females I've subsequently run into that said, oh, I ran into Adam the other day and he drove me around in the Ferrari or dropped okay. me from here to here. So, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I don't again, think you'll ever. Again, yeah. re. Recreating history, Gareth. Seriously, like we need a segment called Nick Quinn Recreates History. Yeah, he does that a fair bit too on the Labrokes Autumn Racing Breakfast Lounge. That was sensational. Listening and viewing there yesterday. Brownie was in great form. Cam Luke and um, you were there, Quinny and Adam Hamilton, Dan Cobby. No Cobby. Where were you, Cobby? What's going on? Are you still working for us? Well, I mean, I'm still recovering from the show yesterday. I just got hurled abuse everywhere. Um, so it's taken a while to recover, and I'm not sure I'll be making a return. By the sounds of it, uh, Adam will be a, a replacement uh, full-time and effective immediately. Okay, now let's get on to some racing now, Adam. Um, the Randwick Guineas, in our notes, because we prepared for it, we had Ospapenko Waller taking on Af Cabot and James Cummings. No Ospapenko now, Quinny. So what's the market doing? 
Yeah, it's 225 now for half cabin. So had been the best back galloper prior to that scratching, but now a dominant favourite. For mine, looks the one to beat. But we've just lost a lot of the intrigue. Let's hear what James Cummings has to say about Af Cabin, who looks a dead set good thing today, doesn't he now? We've got to be very, very bullish about the way the horse is going because we are, we are, we are seeing the, the progress of a, of a really talented horse. When you get to this top level, it's set weights against three-year-olds. You, you know, you've got to go right for you more than they go wrong. And good rides in races, you know... Great runs in races when you they win you, win you a lot of races. He had a great run in the race fresh up, and he was able to win in, in with in excellent style. I, I, I see the I see the barrier there is uh, is similarly awkward in the Ram with Guineas as it was in the Hobart Hill. That's all right. Mm-hmm. You have to just deal with that. And the horse has got some early pace to be able to blend into the race and put himself there. So that was James Cummings getting out of the car as he arrived at Angus Banks after. Um, travelling from Warwick Farm, but, but it was bullish about AFCAB. And now, we know that you don't like to tip a favourite queen, <laughs> so I'll be fascinated to see if you're tipping AFCAB in the Randwick Guineas. I'll tell you what, the gloves are off today. I think this horse will start closer to odds on than the price we're getting yep. now and is the one to beat. I wish Osipenko was in the race, Cobby, because we would have got a price about AFCAB. Yeah, without doubt. I, I actually texted Adam Hamilton yesterday afternoon when I landed in Sydney and said, mate, I'm heading to the races. I can't wait. This will be a guinea that we'll talk about for years and years and years. And obviously that intrigue's now come out with Ossipenko not being there. So realistically, if Af Cabin, the, the real Af Cabin shows up, he'll win and win well because he is a star. And I think James and his team have done a great job managing him because we know he's not necessarily bomb-proof and he's and he's soundness, you know, with the bleed last, last preparation. So... Um, look, grand final trainers, very good trainer, James Cummings. And look, as I said, I think if he shows up, he'll win and, and win well. Are you confident with Af Cabin, um, Adam? I know that you were persuaded or brainwashed by your great mate, Dan Cobby, about Ospapenko. Um, uh, are you oh. jumped to ship now? Obviously, you, surely you have with Af Cabin in the round with Guineas. Yeah, but if Quinny's right and he starts odds on, that's just silly. Like, he's, to me... To me, I just always like to see that they can bounce back from a hard run like he had last start, and maybe he can. And and but I don't want to take odds on, or I don't want to take two dollars to find out from a, you know, from a potentially slightly tricky barrier draw as well. So um, no, I won't be stepping into him at the shorts. I'm, you know, don't misconstrue it that I'm a knocker of the horse, but just time and and lessons and losses have taught me that. When horses have a hard run like that, um, you just want to see that they can bounce back rather than back them on the assumption they will. It'll be interesting to get the thoughts of our two great mates on the line here because they're basically adopted Kiwis. Adam Hamilton's been inseparable with Mickey Gannon, uh, Mickey Gannon, Mickey Gurren over the years, of course, the racing editor at the New Zealand Herald. And we all know that Dan Cobby's the adopted son to Chris Waller. Um, <laughs> So how good are these Kiwis, Quinny? First of all, we'll start with the Canterbury Stakes in Paratrees. What price can I get for her now? Currently odds on at $1.85. Has been the best backed runner on okay. the program. Looks mighty hard to beat. And we've seen New Zealanders come across with big wraps. But for mine, this is probably the most highly touted Kiwi in years. Yeah. It's almost going back to sunlight. So if Chris Waller is the adopted um, father for... Um, Dan Cobby, the adopted uncle, will have to be the man that they call Guy Molcaster. What, um, they were call, what were you calling Guy there when we caught up with you, Dan? 
last um, was it Tuesday night? <laughs> the captain. I've yeah, heard the from captain. him this morning as well. He's in good form. He, okay. He's today, so if you're heading out, you won't miss him. Imperatrice, how good is she? I think she's pretty good, Gareth. And I think in terms of Group Ones, um, the Canterbury Stakes have never, you know, that real top line, if you know what I mean. So. Um, for her to, to get one here in Oz, this is a chance to do it. She's absolutely flying. She's fourth up this preparation. She finds J-Max. She maps well. Comes from the powerhouse, Tiakau and Mark Walker stable. Um, I wouldn't necessarily be steaming into the $2.25 on offer. I think if you've got better than that closer to jump time, I think she's probably worth a bet. Golden Mile, I think, has got a few chinks. Artorias, we know, has got more than a few chinks. Um, Cascadian's first up and won't be ready. So I think if you look at the main threats, you can certainly make a case for more of a more of a case for Imperatrice to win and um, and get that Group One here in Australia, so I think she's mightily hard to beat today in the Canterbury Stakes. What about oh sorry, um, Quinny Adam? I know that you're a big fan of Imperatrice. Um, I'd love to get your comments on her first, and then after that, how good is Legato? This this filly that will be stepping out in the Australian Guineas at Flemington this afternoon. Yeah, big day for the Kiwis, no doubt about it, um, and. Look, it's as simple as this with Imperatrice. If she um, runs up or runs up to that, the best of the New Zealand form, um, it, it should just be a walk in the park. I mean, Dan's, Dan's made all the right um, arguments. Um, it, it, it just looks a beautiful transition into, into Group 1 racing in Australia. And Legato's a bit special. Um, there's just, look, still... Still a little bit of a work in progress, but the ability is absolutely sensational. And I don't, I don't think you'll you'll get many ten dollar shots in racing that have got as much sheer talent as Legato. I'm not declaring her because this is a guineas with so much more depth than what the Sydney race has. The Sydney race has got a star, and the, the Australian guineas has got tremendous depth to it. But um, I, I just think you've got to have something. Like, you've got to at least save on her. If you like something else, don't let her win and lose on the race because she's, uh, she's potentially a freakish talent, I think. Johnny O'Neill's our great mate. He, on our future show there a couple of weeks ago on Giddy Up, he was all over Legato. And he's got, like, obviously he's got great form analysts right across the globe because he does not discriminate when he buys horses with Aussie Kerr. He buys them everywhere, Quinny. Um I'm with Adam. I think she's definitely an each way, big each way hope today. And especially what Adam just said, you don't want to lose on the race if she wins. So I'll be making her a winner. I'll probably be having something on three gallopers in the race, which I know is going to shock you. But I just think she's got so much upside. There's an element of unknown with both these New Zealand runners today. But what they've done, seen is believing. They've rated really well. Their times have been good. And hopefully they can get the job done. But I feel like we haven't we haven't given the Cobb enough love today. Can we... Can we put our arm around him? Can we just say, Cobb, you did very well last week. You declared one and it got the job done, a horse that a lot of people were sceptical about in Espiona. So you looked after the okay, SEN yeah. family. Well done there. Thank you for that. And have you got something for the battlers today? Well, I couldn't be as confident, Quinny, um, with Espiona. But I'm going to say race two today. Uh, Timor looks a great bet. Short enough now, though, but when they went up $5 at the start of the week, I think off his run last start, punters were keen to play. Finds Carr here, now fourth up. Um, Ike catching in a slowly run race last start. Had to get back from the draw, um, but charged to the line. If you like Timor today, 
I think you can back him in the Adelaide Cup and the Sydney Cup because I think if he comes down and blows them away today, he's going to shorten up dramatically. I know we're still some time away. And look, it's a bit of a gamble to see him get to a race or races like that. But as I said, I think if the real team all shows up today and wins and wins convincingly, he'll certainly shorten up in those futures markets. So he's the best for me today. As I said, not as confident as what I was with Espiona. But there's a few plays amongst the Flemington card today, but Timor is the best of those for me. Yeah, Quinny just didn't read the script today. Sorry, Adam. We'll get back on track. Um, what price can we get for Giga Kick in the Challenge Stakes, Nicholas? What script? What have we ever had scripts on this show? Uh, since the boss comes on, I need to be prepared. So Giga Kick is his, like he won an Everest. I'll go to you here, Adam. He won an Everest. He's trialled okay. I don't know about his Bell Narring trial, but Clayton Douglas, Clayton Douglas says that whatever he does today, he'll improve. Um, is he? Is he our next best? Is he taking over the medal from Nature's Trip or... Do you want to do you want to see him today before you start believing that? Oh, look, the potential's there, but you know, I'm I'm a bit I'm a bit conservative in that I want to see it again. You know, a, a little bit like what I was saying before, which I, I'd like to see Af Cabin come out and absolutely prove that it's over the run last start. I, I want to see Giga Kick come back this campaign. Last campaign was off the charts, um, but you just you want to see that the horse. I want to physically have a look at the horse in the yard and um, and hear what you know the people that really know how they uh, how they look and how they've trained on and things like that. What what they think of the horse when he when he presents today. But the ability's there. But I I don't I, I don't think I think it's going to be a long time before we get a horse we can call the next nature strip. He's a once in a generation. But I get your point. Who could be the next best sprinter and. Giga Kick's probably the top seed to take the mantle at the moment. What about you, Quinny? What are you doing with Giga Kick today? Are you taking him on, or do you think that maybe Eduardo or a, a Pillaley can knock him off? And I wouldn't be surprised to see Passive Aggressive potentially yes. race through the grades. Has been named after you these days. Six starts, or certainly not named after Dan Cobby. Twelve dollars into seven fifty for Passive Aggressive. I think she's just ticked every box. Jordan Childs, we know. He's got that great association with trainer Graham Begg going back to the Blue Diamond. So Giga Kick, terrifically hard to beat. A $3 favourite. Has been a little bit soft out from two seventy. I think if you like the favourite, might get a fraction better than the $3 currently on offer. But it's a terrific race. Remark, four twenty. Eduardo, four sixty. dollars a $5.50 chance. The Bopper at $18. But uh, we, can ask, we can ask Dan Cobby what he thinks here because he's not going to be influenced by the Waller factor because they don't have a runner, which is quite unique for these top <laughs> sprint races. So what do you think, Dan? <laughs> Thanks, Quinny. I'm glad you're back on script as well. Make sure uh, you're keeping me in line, Gareth. But um, <laughs> can someone ask? Can someone answer this for me? Why is Eduardo third elect in this race? Am I missing something? Because he's as old as Adam. 35. Whoa, that... <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Very tough. <laughs> but you know what? If he's like wow. Adam, he's an evergreen, he's an evergreen, evergreen middle-aged man. Um, but I reckon, like oh, another cliff, nine-year-old. Eduardo's never driven a Ferrari either. I yeah. Think. Oh, I just tweeted that photo as well. You'll be pleased that I found the Ferrari photo. It's now on Twitter. Oh, okay. So as per usual, oh, I've got evidence great. to back up my story. Hey, I'm too scared to criticise it. First up, yeah. How's the meters? How's his third favourite? Oh, look, I think he's a bet in the race, Eduardo. Personally. Oh, you're just scared. Yeah, because you don't want Joe Pride to hammer you on social media if you knock him. No, I like Joe, how he bites back. It's great. It's yeah. great interaction. He's a great trainer. And 
to be fair, um, in my opinion, the things that he said on Twitter, he's he's not far off the mark. So he's only <laughs> calling out. Uh, he's only calling out. Um, how do I describe it? He, he's only calling out people that are probably saying things when they shouldn't. So, no, he's a sharp mind, Joe Pride. He knows what he's doing. And All right. You having uh, a crack at Johnny O'Neill the then, are you, Dan? No, sorry. I was talking about the, I was talking about the, the presenter that, that oh, called okay. him out about charlatan's performances. Oh, yeah. Brad Davison. Yeah. Yeah. I like Dave. He's got an opinion. Everyone has an opinion, don't they, Quinny? They do. Yeah. Hey, what, <laughs> everyone's got... Like a tongue tie now, Adam. So I'll go back to you. <laughs> hey, Adam, what, what about Eduardo, mate? Um, like a nine-year-old, I'll take him on today. Um, yes. Yeah. Look, I I get that point, but uh, like, if he's going to run well as a nine-year-old, surely it's going to be fresh. Like, I don't think there's any reason to think that he's he's going to continue to get better as the campaign goes on. So, if you're an Eduardo believer. Um, it's rare, but Dan actually made sense with what he said there about getting on, um, jumping, jumping on at the odds first up because, you know, like if, if he's going to be feeling any of the creeps from being as old as he is, it's going to be deeper into a campaign rather than fresh up. No, I agree with you. So what about from a punting perspective then today at these two thoroughbred meetings? So what are you doing, Quinny? And then we'll go to Dan and then we'll go to Adam for their thoughts. Okay, I'm going to be betting at both Metropolitan Tracks today. My best bet on the program is Flemington Race 8, number four, Gentleman Raw. He's been first past the post in both runs this preparation and hopefully can make it three from three to be first past the post today and hopefully can keep this race and there's no protest like we saw last time. So that's my best bet on the card. I'm going to have something on in the lucky last on the program. Just love back in the Peter Moody stable at the moment. And we can hopefully have something on a horse that has been scratched since we've started the show. So working absolutely beautifully there. So I won't be doing Life that lessons. one. Life lessons. Life yeah. <laughs> lessons. It's out. It's out. So then we're going to Randwick and I'm going to have something on uh, race four, number three, Sacramento. Regan Bayless to steer for the Waterhouse Spot Stable. Currently 370 on the fixed odds. Should get a nice run out in front and hopefully be hard to beat. And something each way. Race six, number seven, passive aggressive, 750 at the moment. I will be saving on Eduardo, but I think passive aggressive is the runner that's over the odds. And if we like taking them short, which you know that I do, they're not going to be beating Learning to Fly. Currently with the Ladbrokes odd surge, $1.75. I think that looks a little banked Kings, up. Kings Gambit taught you a lesson with two-year-olds at $1.25. Ah. I'm glad you brought that up, Gareth, because I was about to sit back yeah. for the punters. Yeah. Hey, uh, great to see we've got our biggest fan. I thought she would listen to us religiously. My beautiful fiance, Dan, who's rang me twice at around 11.30. Um, she knows that I'm doing race car. I can't believe it. Well, maybe she's seen the photo of Adam with the Ferrari yeah. and wants to borrow it for the weekend. I could see Dana in a Ferrari. <laughs> what about you? Um, we'll go to you, Dan Cobby. What's your best for the weekend in the gallops? All right, let's go to Flemington race two. I'm keen to play team more number five. I think he's a great winning bet. He's the best of the program. Then we go to race number four. I've got one at odds here. Number nine, little Miss Kuby. She was very good, ridden cold last start. She'll sit back off him here, and I think she'll charge late. She's a great bet at the $14. And in race number eight, the blamey, I'm keen to play pounding. Um, he's got out to $8. Yeah. I think he's a great one by three bet. He's absolutely flying and in career best form. And um, the way that he's going, there's no reason why he can't continue it and, and go on to bigger and better things. Switch across to Randwick, where I'm keen to play Eduardo in the challenge. And the best bet on the program at Randwick comes up in the Aspiration, race nine, number two, Roots.
I think she right. can bounce back to winning form here after that great first up run. Geez, that's unlike you to tip about three or four horses on a Saturday morning. Um, Adam Hamilton, what about in the gallops for you? Um, what are you doing from a punting perspective? Because you've been seeing them beautifully of late. Oh, Uncommon James was beautiful. Very stiff. We didn't win two starts in a row. He's uh, talk about a sprinter that comes into the next best sprinter conversation. I think Uncommon James is there. So um, anyway, uh, look, you won't need a notepad and three pens to write down all the tips that I'm going to give you because I'm going to play two horses in the Australian Guineas, uh, Elliptical, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, and I'm going to stake them equally, Elliptical and also Legato. Uh, and then my best of the day. I love when Quinny and I go head to head. I'm going Tuvalu. I'm in Lindsay Smith. I trust. Blinkers yep. off. Change course towards the All Star Mile. It's to me. It's this simple. The best version of Tuvalu will win today. Love your work, Adam. Um, just with the Miracle Mile as well, mate. Um, who wins that race? Because it's going to be a beauty. Oh, you know, I, I know, I know. The minute I say this, everyone will go, "Yeah, but he's a trots man." The single best, most anticipated race now, Osipenko's out in Sydney in Australia today is the Miracle Mile yeah. after six pm because no one, no, no, <laughs> no, I no agree one with knows Adam. what's going to happen. Yeah, it's got everything. It's got these four-year-olds trying to beat the older horses in Captain Ravishing and Catch a Wave. Can Captain Ravishing bounce back from a shock defeat? And then all these great horses, you know, can Honolulu Bay come become, become only the seventh horse in Harness history to win the Miracle Mile uh, and the Hunter Cup? It's got so much going for it. You said to me during the week, what would I do? Um, I would be equal stake on Honolulu Bay for a small win mm-hmm. and Captain Ravishing, you can still get about $5 for a slightly bigger win. Um, I think Emma Stewart will win the race and... And so she should. She's got half the field, the first trainer to do it in the history of the Miracle Mile. So you'll be sleeping outside tonight, just ignoring Catch a Wave? He's done it again. No, no. I, um, I, uh, I, did, I did cop it when he won the Chariots of Fire. There's no doubt about that. But, uh, but um, look, you know, I, I certainly I wish them all the best. But as we know in this game, if you, if you bet with your heart and not your head, it's, it's the quickest way to go to the poorhouse. Well, Dean Shannon was um, hopefully thinking that you got it right because it cost him thousands of dollars about that story that you were doing on Captain Ravishing <laughs> and the in-laws <laughs> beat you with Catch a Wave. <laughs> so hopefully yeah. that doesn't happen again. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, luckily I work with some good people and we salvaged something out of them. But, uh, no, you did well. Um, but, yeah, look, I, I, I mean, I would... I would obviously love it if Kate and Andy could win. It's incredible, isn't it? For all they've yeah. achieved, it's only Andy's second Miracle Mile runner and the first time Kate's driven in the race. So that's how hard it is to get in. But you know what it underlines, how incredible it is for Emma Stewart and Clayton Tonkin to have half the field. Well said. I think Mac down at a price can lead all of the way in this year's Miracle Mile. Loved your work, Dan Cobby and Adam Hamilton. We appreciate you joining us here on Race Card on this Saturday morning. Good on you, guys. Have a great weekend. Quinny, what is the market for the Miracle Mile? Get that up and I'll say... I've got it up. I've got it up. I've got it up. We've got Honolulu Bay currently at $2.80. Catch away, $4 into $3.50. Spirit of St. Louis, $4.80. Captain Ravishing, a $5 chance. And you're on top selection. Mac Dan, 17 the win, $3.20 the place. Mickey Harvey's been in superb form since we've got him into tipping horses because he's been a... He's criticised a few of the form experts in harness racing for... a little while these days. 
I come to mind. Jason Bonington comes to mind. He loves Mickey Guerin. Um, so I thought, well, if you Mickey, we'll like we'll put get your you, money where your mouth yeah, is. Yeah, we'll, we'll get you on the. I like we'll get, it. We'll get you on the books, and he hasn't missed really. He hasn't. And he, he joins has, us now. He has the delivered king, the King of Manly, Mickey Harvey. Good morning to you. Yes, thank you very much. <laughs> anyway, it's uh, the night of nights for uh, New South Wales. They're, uh, you know, the Miracle Mile Carnival has come to its uh, to the big night tonight. The uh, the Everest, the Harness Racing Everest race, yeah. the uh, Miracle Mile, the championship. Now, mm-hmm. what about two wins then? Well, it's uh, look. I'll get to that. I just think that it's an intriguing race. You've got. You've got uh, Spirit of St. Louis has come into into the one, and you've yep. got Mac Dan that's got pace. Those two will fight. That's an interesting duel straight away because the the speed maps and the race tempo is very important here. Those two, I think, will have a have a, have a crack. I think both of them are massive chances to, to run a hole in the race. I think I just heard that you've tipped uh, Mac Dan. So um, you put a line through it then, have you now, Mick? Hey, well, no, I, I want him to win. I'll, I'll declare. I actually own Mac Dan's mum. Okay. Now, you, now it's cash for comment now since you've come yeah, on the show. Exactly. I, think, I think I'm in Australia. Isn't it? Anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> we've got, uh, and then those exciting four-year-olds, four they've just taken you know, the racing by storm. Catch a wave was just incredible, uh, beating Captain Ravishing uh, last start. So you'd think they'd be, they'd be uh, getting home. Quite, quite strongly. The four-year-olds have done well in the race in the past, but then, and then you've got the favourite Honolulu Bay. So, you know, you've got Emra, uh, Stuart and Clayton Tonga have got four of those runners in the race t- tonight. It's uh, massive. So, where I'm getting to, Mac Dan, Spurs and Louis, they'll be, they'll be fighting it out, to, and that's going to make a difference uh, who, who, who wins that battle. And I think those three will be getting home. You can't get past Honolulu Bay's form in the Hunter Cup. He's doing everything. He's going to be getting over the top. I think he'll win. I think Catch a Wave is was outstanding last year. Just can't miss what he did last week. It was unbelievable. And then you've got Mac Dan, Spirit and and Captain Ravishing. They'll they'll fight that uh, that spot out. Now, Mick, this is the time we've been waiting for. Your Ladbrokes hundred dollar <laughs> multi. How do we make some cash on this Saturday night? Make sure you go with your gut, Mick. You can't miss it. <laughs> no, I'm not going there. I do have a runner tonight, but it's. Uh, um, I think better zip it. I know that's not too much. Dollar forty. It's an all up. It's a three. It's a three leg all up. We've yeah. been uh, doing quite well. I think we got three of the four last week got up. Just believe the trotter in the Group One race. It's uh, Victorian visiting race three number four, and in the Derby, which we haven't spoken, the, the, the three year old Derby is yeah. on tonight. Um, better be the best. It's uh, I think he'll he'll uh, get up over the top of them. He'll need a bit of luck, but I think he's a quality horse, and I think he'll be winning. So that's about a ten to one multi. Uh, so he'll be a hundred for a thousand dollars. Since you sacked Nathan Turbull, he's never been better, Mick. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> he's on fire. He's on fire, all right. Just like, <laughs> um, what about Dangerous? Do you give him a chance for the Birchett boys? Yeah, he um, definitely. I think I think he's he's definitely in in the mix. I'm just going back to uh, to my list here. Sorry, mate. That's all right. And um, yeah, definitely, definitely, yeah. definitely. He's he's a contender. Um, he's... I think that the New Zealand horse Alta Media has got to be there. 
And then on the one, Spirit of Arion for the McCarthy, McCarthy team, Jack Callahan on top. He'll, he'll run a, also a, a terrific race. And then there's Dangerous. They're, they're the four. The, the winner will be coming from that, but better be the best should be getting up in that race. So what's that multi? No, I've, better I, zip it. Was, uh, too fast ten, for me, you ten blokes. Dollars. $10, is it, Mickey? Ten, 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 yeah, $10 is a short one tonight. Yeah. All right, then. So <laughs> I reckon if you get, like, I reckon there's a best bet on the program that you missed. Which is that, mate? Bondi lockdown. I think you'll make quite the statement. It was a terrible drive by my mate Luke McCarthy the other day. Got this philosophy with Luke. When he's got two horses in the race and one of them's leading, he doesn't make mid-race moves. And that's what happened with Bondi yes. lockdown. Like, he should have made that move. And he got, I'm like, no chance there. Yeah, well, I, 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 look, I will say that that is the race of tonight. Yep. And if you look at all those runners in that, they're all contested for the Miracle Mile, and there's a few of them that wouldn't be out of place in the Miracle Mile, Bondi Lockdown being one of them. But if you look at that race, it wouldn't surprise me. All of them have got cases to run top three, and not one of them would surprise. It is it is the race of the night. You've got Major Meister hitting the line. Uh, you know, I cast no shadow through a super form. Better Eclipse was in this Miracle Mile last year, the four-year-old. It's drawn the one. How are they going to beat him? In fact, he's got, and then you got Bondi lockdown. Uh, you know, he he'd be a winning chance tonight if he was in the race and, and had the running. So, great race, couldn't agree more. I think it's 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 the uh, the race of the night, really. So, what, what price uh, Bondi lockdown? Quinn? What race are we in there? Um, that's the it's, it's twenty four hundred meter race, race six. Race six, number eight, number eight. Bondi lockdown. He's he's been he's uh five fifty, I think. Yeah, five fifty and a dollar ninety. I cast no shadow. That's a terrific price, isn't it? Yeah. I, I cast... cast no shadow is nine nine, nine dollars. Oh, well they're the two horses you get back. He was he should have won a hundred cup. He was enormous, I cast no shadow. He was enormous. I think Mac Dan was the run of the race so yep. there he was he was enormous and he's come out and won the Miracle Mile. I think he's a he's a, he cast he's a massive he'll win the Miracle yeah, Mile tonight. Mile. And you can get $16, Mickey. Hopefully I've talked you into it. Hey, love your work, Mickey. That $10 Moldy will get the job done tonight. Um, And um, you'll be driving the Porsche there to Menangle. I will be there tonight. If you've had a couple of – you've won the last three Miracle Miles, haven't you? Uh, yeah, so there's a special just to throw in. They're actually going to name part of the stand after King of Swing tonight, so it's a bit of a bit of a feature. So I'll be happy about that. It'll give, be great. Give away the surprise Tabcourt Parkman angle. Really happy with you there. Um, <laughs> good on you, good on you, Mickey. Love your work. Now it's exclusive here, Gareth. I'm going to be happy. Yeah, that's why I love you. There you go, Mickey. From Go Racing. Right. Love your work. Our man from the Hong Kong Jockey Club joins us now, and he's ready to go. He is Tommy Wood. Good morning, Tom. Morning, Gareth. Um, can Jamie Richards, your man, um, have a runner in a Hong Kong derby? That would be some achievement. It certainly would be, and he's uh, looking to get uh, alacrity in uh, there uh, tomorrow. He's got uh, him lining up in the, the final uh, race. He's also got Simba with us. Simba presses forward to the derby. I think he probably will. He was a little bit unlucky uh, the other day. So it's really the, the last uh, ditch effort for uh, a few of those horses tomorrow. But alacrity was very good first half after being a little bit awkward at the start, and he was uh, ridden cold back in the field and followed the rail home. It was a very good run behind Beauty Eternal, and we know what he did uh, the other day. He's also got Simba uh, potentially hitting that way as well. He was a bit uh, unlucky the other day. He got stopped at his tracks uh, a couple of times in the Classic uh, Cup. So he's got a couple of uh, interesting runners uh, going forward. Casper uh, Founds tomorrow has got uh, two runners lining up and the raced up the collection handicap for the race that collection that came out and won before getting into the derby and winning. He's got uh, Viva Chaleur, 
and also Perfect Team, who was a bit unlucky last time out. So a couple there to look at for Casper uh, in race number eight as well. How we make some money, mate, at Shah 10 on a Sunday. I think there's a first starter in race two that we can uh, get aboard to race two, number nine, Golden Lucky. He's a three-year-old by Purin Canto, where he's really good here in his trials. His gate speed has improved with each and every trial. And Matthew Poon rides for a Manfred Man. So race two, number nine, uh, Golden Luck. I uh, like the way he's been trialling. Class one, that race uh, three, 1,200 metres. Uh, rewarding to get a Mr. Start at Happy Valley last time out, but was very good in defeat. Closed uh, well, beaten two and a quarter there behind the astrologer. So I think he's a good chance uh, tomorrow as well. Race uh, three, number four, rewarding uh, together. And the horse uh, down in class five for the first time for David Hayes. So race four, number two, Inspiring City. He's been running some good races without uh, winning recently, and the drop-in grade is going to uh, help, and he's come up with barrier one. Uh, Matthew Poon rides him uh, there as well. So thought he could be some value in that uh, fourth race, uh, number two, Inspiring City. David Hayes off the back of a double midweek at Happy Valley. Tom, last Sunday we saw Golden 60 defeat Romantic Warrior in the Hong Kong Gold Cup. What did you make of the race, and what was the wash-up? Yeah, well, he was just too good in the end, wasn't he? Yeah, 2,000 metres. I don't think Karis Teton could have done any more on Romantic Warrior to try and get Golden 60 beats, and he was just too strong in the end. Another cool, calm ride from Vincent Ho. It'll be interesting to see where they sort of position him now if they are going to tackle some overseas races or they do go after the $10 million character then for the, the, the Triple Crown, of course, over the 2,400 metres. They're obviously not going to Dubai, but Japan is still on the radar. And you've got to feel a bit for Karis Teton with him getting the drag off the horse. Understand the owner potentially wanted to take him off before the cup the other day, but Danny Shum talked him around to keeping Karis on. But unfortunately, I think Karis probably knew going into that effort last time out if he if he didn't win, his time was up on Romantic Warrior. It's a tough game, Tom. It's a tough game that we live in. Um... Hopefully, Zach Purton can get back to Hong Kong as well because we might keep him in here, uh, keep him in Australia because he's riding in Sydney today, especially if he wins on a Torres. Um, he'll be knighted if he can do that. Love your work, Tom. We'll catch up with you during the week on Giddy Up. Thanks, guys. Cheers. There's Tom Wood there from the Hong Kong Jockey Club. Quinny, it's always been a lot of fun, mate. It has been extra fun today, Gareth. You've done a great job steering the ship and hopefully we can back a few winners today. So Mickey Harvey's multi. Kev wants to know. We've got race three, number four, Just Believe at Menangle into... Um, race five, number eight, better be the best in the derby. And he liked better zip it as well, which was around $2.40. I think better zip it might come up in one of the earlier races. In fact, it's race one, horse number two. Good one better for the socials, it. I think. Tweet that out and the punters go back. We will. Hey, always a pleasure, Quinny. What's You're your a best beautiful man, again? Gareth. Gentleman Roy for me to get the job done. Race eight, number four at Flemington leads all the way. Could it win an all-star mile? I think it could. Okay. Good kids? No. no. <laughs> Have a wonderful day. SEN Track, they're ready to go in the afternoons. Cam Luke, David Taggart and Joshy Jenkins. Have a great day.